Welcome back, everybody, to Milk and Screams, episode four. Uh, coming off a pretty banger episode, if I do say so myself. I think we both enjoyed the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're moving on. Uh, we said that we peaked and that we were going to stop, but haha, jokes, we didn't. <laughs> you guys knew we were going to stop. So <laughs> if anybody actually believed that we peaked and that we were going to stop, you played yourself. Yeah, I, if that was the peak, I mean, I thought it was a good episode, but if we were just going to go ahead and say up front that that was our peak, then honestly, I'd be kind of sad about it. Uh, yeah, but I, there's definitely better things to come. Also, uh, for all of you guys who have been like messaging us and like talking about the podcast or like just saying hi in person and talking about the podcast, uh, we definitely really appreciate that. Yeah, for we got we got a crazy amount of support just this past week. A lot of people have been saying like reaching out specifically, talking about this, that, and the other, and it's been very recent in the past week. Uh, but it's very welcome, and yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh-huh. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It, yeah, it's it's fun to hear people's feedback and um, hear that they like this stuff. A lot of people. I only had one guy who was like, "This show sucks." Wait, really? Someone said that. <laughs> no, I'm just, I was I'm gonna say. I was like, "Why did we not talk about this?" No, no, um, no. Everyone's been super nice and given really good feedback that we've taken into account. So we really appreciate everybody who's talked to us. It's really nice. Uh, today is a little bit different in recording. We don't. We don't video this, so it's not obvious, but nope. <laughs> I am not sitting across from Jacob as I have been uh, in the first three. I am in my room with my door shut, and he's just outside of it at the table we normally record at because uh, I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a COVID exposure. So a, I'm a little bit exposure. Yeah, I've been, I'm quarantining myself in my room, but. Uh, we're still doing this. I just can't see Jacob, and he can't see me. So it's it's very weird to try and have a long conversation it's with a, with no eye contact or a, body language. It's or, a bit like we're on the phone. Yeah, right. And it's it's gonna get weird. I can tell because we're we're gonna like try and talk over each other. <laughs> like we don't we like we don't already do that, but but like we can't be like holding our finger up so we can like get a word in edgewise. We're just gonna be arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's it's gonna be good. Um, and I personally, I'm I'm kind of bad at phone calls. I don't know what it is, but like not not as in terms of calling a doctor or a dentist or whatever to set up an appointment. That's not really anything. But for some reason, when I'm just having a phone call with a friend, you put me on that phone for more than five to ten minutes, and I kind of just run out of things to say because my brain just isn't operating properly. Dude. I really feel like we should just get rid of phone calls altogether. I mean, I love it's, it's I love phone worst. calls. It's the worst. Write a message. <laughs> send a letter. Send a pigeon with a letter tied to its neck. I'd, I'd rather receive that than a phone call. <laughs> I'm not joking. And the fact that you said that you can call a dentist or call a doctor and be like, I've got a tummy ache or whatever, makes me feel inferior because I legitimately cannot do that. I don't know, I, and I've, I've, I actually had a psychology professor uh, who, who talked extensively about phone calls because that was one of people's, like, you know, not complaint. They were just, like, he always noticed that young people were not good at talking on the phone because right. it's just, we're, we're so used to texting or emailing or whatever now. Um, so he's like, part of, part of the psychology of that is we talk in three ways. So we talk with our lips and, like, our, like, voice. So people understand language. That's a big part of it. Um, one of the biggest things that we 
um, use is like body language to talk. So, you know, inflection or like body language is, is super important and you can't hear that over the phone. Right. I always hear numbers float around that. Like it's 70% of how we talk. It's 95% of yeah. how we speak. And I don't know the number, but it's I don't high. Think it's, I don't think it's 95%, but it's definitely high. And like, th that's why people, there's a, a big statistic around people getting in car crashes when they're on the phone, talking on the phone, not just texting, but like on the phone because they have to focus so hard. Okay, um, I I didn't know that, but I, I that makes sense, I guess. Well, yeah, that was the, that was my professor's point. He was talking oh, about like okay, I see, I driving see. and like the, the psychology of texting and driving, and then he's like, sometimes the statistics show even worse is talking on the phone while driving. And people are like, well, how can you like not focus while doing that? He's like, it's very easy. You have three ways of talking. You're not thinking, you know, about their, you know, you're focused so hard on getting there, you know message whatever their message may be through to you um without looking at the person without you know kind of hearing some of their inflections and like their their facial expressions so while you're doing that you're not paying attention to the road even if you think you are right and see that's why that's why i'm bad at just casual phone calls with friends or i guess family members but and like i said for setting up an appointment or whatever that's why i'm not bad at that because i don't have to try and glean some message that they're trying to give to me and they don't have to work really hard to try and understand what I'm trying to get across to them. It's just, I need this and they say, okay, because it's their job to listen to me and then make an appointment based on what I asked for or something close to it. And then the transaction has ended. I may never have to speak to that person again, so it's not a big deal. You know what I find weird now? The shape of our phones. Because I was just thinking about, okay, if I'm talking on speaker, or if I have my headphones in and I'm talking to my headphones, I don't really have that much of an issue. But the thought of holding something against my face, like how flat and dumb our phones are, like I feel like I'm not being heard. And most, I, I this was one of my dad's biggest pet peeves when I was a kid. I would smush the phone up against my face and either mute him or hang up the phone every time because <laughs> our phones were touchscreen, obviously. So, like, before, in the before times, in the dark ages... <laughs> the before they, times, they, they as had, it were. <laughs> they had, like, you know, these hand handheld things that had, like, a speaker and a hear thingy. So you put the thingy up to your ear, and then there's a specific hole that you spoke into. I think, we're, was, I think we're making ourselves sound way younger than right. we actually are, because I mean, we definitely use these phones. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying I, I've never used a phone like that, but our phones that we carry around with us every day are completely different shaped. So you think our touchscreen phones should just have this big protrusion at the end of it that we can speak directly into so we know that we're being heard? Oh, 100% no. I just think we should never <laughs> make a phone call ever again. They, they should just be deleted. Delete it. Delete it. Send me a text. There's a... There's a, there's a, a a, a, a not a trend, but just like a common message. If you can type it in a message, do not call me. I do not want a phone call from you. <laughs> if it's like, hey, can you go to the grocery store? Do not call me. It's that simple. Don't do it. I'm getting heated now. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> and this is why we wait for the days of holograms, where we have a call and we can see the other person's body. And then text messaging will be a day of a thing of the past, unless you're in like a and you're a reserve kind of need to know hush hush basis. If you can holograph me, don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 new meme of 2040. Yeah. We'll say. Yeah. When do you think holograms? Uh, we keep saying holograph holograms. Holograms will actually be a thing of just normal society with I should talk to my mom. I haven't talked to her in a couple weeks. Boom, mom hologram when you call her. Well, um, I hate to burst your bubble, Kyle, but Kanye West had a Michael Jackson 
uh, holographic Kim's birthday party. So they're already hip and those are different. Those stupid holograms for the concerts where they like make it look like the artist is actually on stage. <laughs> I mean, it looks kind of cool, but it's just it's so stupid. I, I couldn't care less about those, to be honest. I used I, to get ads for them to invest in the company that was making these celebrity holograms. And I just I lost my mind because I would get these I, ads every other video I watched. I like them because they're funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like them because they're stupid looking. Like, I want to see one live. Like, I want to see, like, uh, like a uh, Grand Theft Auto Five version of, like, you know, <laughs> like Prince, you know, singing Purple Rain and, like, you know, all these dumb effects. Like, I want to see that because it looks, it looks so stupid all the time. Um, but no, I think, um, what is it, holographs? Holograms. Um, hol- holographs. Is, is a holograph a thing? We keep saying it. I think we just said something that's not real. Well, we can make it real. Okay, they're called holographs now. We'll never use the word hologram again. Guys, don't ev- don't ever let me see you using hologram. It's holograph now. If you are a part of this community, it's <laughs> If you a in this gang, <laughs> if you in this gang, it is holograph from now on. Don't say that hologram shit around me. Um so, I kind of wanted to um get into your your exposure as we mentioned earlier. Um a little bit about that if you don't mind to um what's the word um give the quick lowdown yeah go ahead go ahead and load it onto us go ahead Alrighty. and pull up the Let like me. the fedex truck to our <laughs> house and like pull up that dumb gate that's on the back of the fedex truck and start <laughs> unloading the story yeah, details let me give you the 411 what what was that old show it was like some Disney news show. They would like, here's the 365. Oh, yeah. And do you remember that? Yeah, it was All like right. stories from around the world or yeah. whatever. So I'm going to give you the 365 do it. of the last two weeks. Ready. So Thanksgiving break happened. Obviously, it was the week of Thanksgiving. And typically, a lot of colleges at least will have school that Monday and Tuesday of that week. I never go to class on those days. So I always go home early. And... I was going to leave the Friday before Thanksgiving and go home, which I did end up doing. But um, about a week before that, we got gotten a text from my brother, my older brother, that said he had tested pos- positive for a coronavirus. And I was like, okay, that's not terrible because by the time I get there, he'll only have two days left in his quarantine. So as long as he just kind of stays quarantined in the house – and when I get there and just stays in his room for two days, we'll all be safe. And then he can come back out and just hang out with us normally. So I go home and like he stays in his room and comes back out normally. And so we're having a good time. We're chilling. And my mom, who is always just she's always sick. She's always got something wrong in her immune system. She, she sees like a billion doctors daily. She do be sick and- it's crazy. Um, she got tested the same time as Walter from when he had gotten his positive test and hers came back negative and she was seeming a little sick when we got back and the doctors had said that she had bronchitis so we weren't really too worried about it that's not super contagious so bronchitis yeah i thought bronchitis was like super contagious no i thought it wasn't contagious at all so when she said it i was like isn't bronchitis not contagious at all aren't we good and she said no it's not really contagious i think i might have been thinking of tuberculosis that's i'm what pretty I was sure that's of. not contagious yeah um but regardless, we were safe either way, and she was still wearing a mask just because, like, she didn't want to be hacking on us when Wait, she felt that on. way. Did she have time for that though? Did she have time for what? Like, you know, she got bronchitis. 
Did, ain't nobody have time for that? Did, did she have time for that? Okay, we're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> I was so completely lost in what you were talking about. <laughs> had to dig up. Uh, I, had, I had to get my. Uh, what's it called? The big like uh, digger, like the like the construction digger. It's called like excavator. Is that what An it's excavator. Yeah, yes. I had to get one of those out and dig that fifteen-year-old <laughs> meme out. I got to go in there and get that. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so, like, she was feeling a little bit down, and then so that whatever day. It, I think she got tested the Saturday after I got back, like the day after I got back. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets tested again, and this one comes back positive. Jeez. So we're like, yeah, so we're like, okay, Walter's about to be off his quarantine. And so mom isn't going to have to be starting right now because she's had symptoms for a while. So most likely she probably contracted corona from him very soon after they had gotten that test, which was almost two weeks before that. So... She starts quarantining in her room, so I don't really see her the next couple of days. And then she contacts the health department, and then they tell her that she's good to come out of quarantine that Wednesday based on her onset of symptoms. Really? Yes. So she's wearing a mask around the house all the time and staying a bit in her room. So I really, I didn't really get to see her that much for like the first five days I was there. Mm. And then so she finally gets to come out of quarantine on Wednesday and we're hanging out like normal. And I was still wearing a mask around the house just to be safe. If ever she kind of came out of the room, I'd put the mask on and whenever I would walk around just to be safe because I was going to a wedding in Tennessee. And I didn't want to bring Corona there and have it be me that stopped the wedding. Also, a a quick uh, side note. Did Walter or your mom ever feel symptoms? Uh, like I said, my mom did because she was kind of coughing all the time, and then they said bronchitis, and then it happened to be COVID that right. um, she got definitely from Walter. Um, he wasn't awful. Like, he had a little bit less energy than normal, and he couldn't taste or smell that well. That's so crazy. Um, and my mom couldn't taste or smell either, but she can never smell regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, just She's always backed up with something. I. I I don't know what things crawl inside of her nose day by day, but she can smell probably 10 minutes out of a day, and then suddenly she just can't smell anything anymore. Jeez. So every time she's going to cook, she'll bring out meat that she bought like the day before and come out and say, is this, does this, is this meat okay? Does this smell like rotten eggs? And I'll smell like, no, it's, it smells fine. Or it'll smell overly like rotten eggs because it's somewhat old meat, and she can't smell that either. Her, I don't know what it is. She mm-hmm. can't smell ever anytime. But yeah, so they both couldn't taste or smell, and made for an interesting Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, we matter of fact, we had we normally have Thanksgiving at my cousin's house every year, and this year they were already up in Tennessee getting ready for that wedding because it was my cousin's wedding, and so we just did Thanksgiving at our house. So we all cooked a different dish, and it was very weird to have Thanksgiving at my own house. That has literally never happened in the entirety of my life. Um, and so we were eating and. Me and my younger brother and younger sister are eating it up and eating all the dishes that we made, and we're having a grand old Thanksgiving. It all tasted very good. I made some baked macaroni and cheese that my aunt usually makes, and boy, let me tell you, that was some good baked macaroni and cheese. And you didn't bring me back any, so I'm a little salty. Well, no, how was I going to do that? I was about to go up to Tennessee and then back. It was going to be like a five-day period before I got back, and my macaroni was going to have nowhere to go. It was going to be gross and nasty and moldy if I brought it back. Excuses, excuses. Go on. Um, but yeah, so and then my my mom and my brother, uh, we asked them, like, so how, 
how how is your food? And then they said, uh, we can't really taste it, but I think it's good from what I can taste. Jesus. Like that like that's a that's gotta suck, right? Yeah. To be to have all this food. First of all, we made way too much food. We made way too much food. My even my baked macaroni recipe, we doubled it because we were like, we all eat so much macaroni. We can eat this much. Uh-uh. No, we barely got through half of that dish. I could have done the normal amount and we would have ended it perfectly. We had way too much food. Yeah. So that all goes down. And then so I leave for Tennessee Friday morning, very early Friday morning, the day after Thanksgiving, to go up because I was a groomsman for my cousin's wedding. My cousin that was getting married is the same age as me. He's three months older, four months older than me, I think. Um, so I get there middle of the day in Tennessee and I get to the cabin that we were staying at for the weekend and I'm hanging out with him and some of the other groomsmen that he obviously had chosen for his wedding. And we were hanging out that night at the cabin. <clears throat> and so the next day we all get up and we're all making breakfast together in the kitchen and Dylan, my cousin, he gets a phone call and it's his fiance. And what we heard at the very beginning of the phone call was this. <laughs> and we didn't really know what was happening because at first it kind of sounded like she was hysterically laughing. It sounded like she was having a grand old time. And one of her bridesmaids said something that was just the joke of the year and the pinnacle of comedy and that Dylan was just going to love it. But then his face kind of, it kind of drooped. And then he walked out of the kitchen real quick to the room that he was staying in. And we all kind of looked at each other and we thought, oh, so this is, this is not good news. This is actually the opposite of good news. This is bad. Yeah. And so he comes out, or rather his older brother comes out. And he says, so yesterday Dylan and Hallie had gotten tested um, for COVID because they needed to both test negative before they could go off to their way on their honeymoon. And uh, Dylan's came back positive. And we're all looking around. We're like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. The groom, the day before the wedding, we get news that the groom himself has tested positive for COVID. And so we were, I mean, we were freaking out. We were like, well, what, what do we do? We're supposed to have a rehearsal dinner today at 1. And then we're supposed to, like, get our own hangar at Golf and just kind of hang out and have a day. Yeah. Um, so... Dylan and Tyler immediately leave to go get rapid tested uh, just to see if that test would come back negative. And then if it did, Sunday, the day they were supposed to get married, they would go early in the morning again, get another rapid test. And if that one came back negative, we'd be good for just the regular wedding because we would just assume that the Friday one was a false positive because right. that is way more likely than a false negative. <clears throat> So that was what we were banking on. So they leave to go get tested, and they've got to drive an hour away just to get to a rapid testing site. So the rest of us groomsmen are just kind of hanging out at the cabin, and we, we go out back, and we're playing basketball and throwing around a football, and we're all just thinking, this is crazy. And then one of the groomsmen asks, how do you think Hallie's taking this? Oh, and I was God. like, I honestly cannot imagine being the bride of a wedding that I've been planning for However, six months, seven, eight, I forget exactly when they officially got engaged. Mm -hmm. But been planning this wedding for months now. And then the day before it's supposed to happen, of all people in the wedding party, it's the groom himself that gets a positive corona test. Like, yeah, I cannot imagine 
the way that she was feeling on that day. So your family's not at all from Tennessee. Like you guys all traveled up there. Yes. So it's man, Hallie's family that is from Tennessee. Oh, I see. Okay. And so a lot of her family is up there. And then, yeah, we all traveled up. Um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And like, I was, uh, I, th- I was really excited for this wedding. I, I've never been in a wedding before. Mm. I've just been to a billion of them. Um, but I'd never been in one, and I was really excited just to kind of, you know, hang out with the boys for a weekend, you yeah. know, and just just be guys, um, which That's still still bummer. happened, but it was it was just a very different energy after we found that out. So it was like one o'clock or something when the rehearsal dinner was supposed to happen, but obviously we had to postpone slash cancel it for the time being, and. They call us, and the rapid test that they had went to that day also came back positive. So we're all like, okay, well, what in the world do we do now? Because obviously they're not going to have, like, the full-on wedding tomorrow if the groom has COVID. Like, that's just not going to happen. But us that are staying in this cabin, all of us groomsmen, what do we do? Do we stay here and wait for him to come back since we've already been exposed and it doesn't really matter that much? Or do we leave immediately? Are we all going home? What's happening? And so then they started working on a plan, and at some point they finally call us back and they say, okay, here's what's going to happen. We're going to do a wedding with just this wedding party that has already been exposed at 4 o'clock. They're going to get married today. We're going to do this. And we're like, okay, let's do it. I, we, I mean, we were all down. Like we, we were there to support Dylan. We'd already been exposed, so we had no qualms with doing this. And so we start getting all of our our suits together um and this is about 1 30 that we kind of figured out this plan and then i get called upon to go get flowers because the florist was going to deliver all the flowers the day of the wedding <clears throat> going to deliver them to the venue so they were not ready to deliver flowers that day and so i get called upon and they say you we need you to drive to the florist and go get the flowers i said okay yeah i can you do can that. drive I, yeah i can drive i've I drove eight. I drove seven hours to get here yesterday. <laughs> I'll drive some more a little bit to get flowers today. I said, where is it? They said, it's in northern Georgia. It's about an hour and a half away. I was like, are you kidding me? I had to drive an hour and a half there and then an hour and a half back for these flowers, which, I mean, I was a little upset about, not because I was being asked to do this some great task and I didn't feel it worth it or whatever. That's not it. But I had... So I was driving from the Panhandle. So it was six hours up to where we were in Tennessee. I was looking forward to not having to drive at all Saturday or at all Sunday. Yeah. And then drive the seven hours back down here to Gainesville on Monday. But instead, I drive on Friday and then Saturday I'm asked to drive another three hours. And then Sunday I'm leaving now because we're doing the wedding on the Saturday. So now I'm driving the seven hours Sunday. Yeah. So now I'm just having three straight days of driving at some point. That was the only reason I was upset, but I was, you know, it's for the bride. I'm getting flowers for the bride. I'm going to be one of the heroes of this wedding. And my ego is just through the roof. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I am one of the, I'm one of the best guys here. They need something and I can provide. And like my, my provider uh, male complex was kicking in and I was having a good old time at that point. So I go get the flowers. I come back. And by the time I get back, it's like three fifty. I immediately rush to where all the guys were changing and, get into my suit and uh so we have the we have the small wedding with just the the bridal party which was adorable and it was still 
it was still very it was still very cute and very touching because you know it was a wedding and it was the cousin that is my age that I've grown up with and now he's getting hitched. So okay, so I, I never asked you this about the wedding. Like, what did the the priest or whoever married them would do? Like, were they were they made aware that they had COVID as well? Like, what happened? Yes. Yeah, so, I don't know the full story of that, but he kind of touched on it when he was give when he was speaking at the wedding when he was kind of introducing everything that he had said. Hallie had called him just in hysterical tears, and he was like, he was almost here because he was going to be at Tennessee to stay the night and then be ready for the wedding the next day. Mm -hmm. So she had called him and he was almost already at Tennessee anyway. So then he was able to get there in time and do the thing at four o'clock. Um, so, I mean, that was cool. But if that hadn't happened, Dylan's dad could have also done it because Dylan's dad married the other three of them in the other three of his siblings right. at but the other weddings. I, I'm wondering like, what was the distance of the offici officiating? Like, like I'm just, I, I, I I'm concerned of like the logistics of it because so often like the the wedding itself, like the ceremony, is very picturesque and the pastors right there are kind of put personal. So I was just that was you know yeah. So uh, Dylan and Hallie were uh, hand in hand, and then the priest was about six feet, if not a little bit farther back behind them, um, but still centered, just back right. six feet. Um, and then all of his wedding party were kind of distanced also behind them all about five ish feet from each other um so yeah so everyone was moved away from um dylan or anyone that had been exposed because all the bridal party had basically been exposed at this point and then so just the priest was backed away six That's feet so crazy and then the like i said this well, i had i didn't say this yet but the ceremony was about 10 minutes it was pretty quick and then we went into the um into the, the reception part where we all ate the food that we were supposed to have at the rehearsal dinner. Um, and we still kind of, you know, we danced a little bit and we were just, we were having some fun. And then anyone that left immediately went to wherever their homes were to immediately start quarantining. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was just such a weird day because I mean, you get news that the groom has COVID and then you're all scrambling as part of the bridal party. Like, what does he need from us? What, is, what does the bride need from us? What do we do? Who do we call? What do we tell all the guests that we know are coming? What do we, like, what do we tell them? Because they're not going to be able to come to anything tomorrow and they're not coming to anything today. So they've already traveled. How do we handle this? What do we do? 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 I, and we were freaking out. Man, that's just crazy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in this situation, but I... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and like and like like I said, you would not expect that it to be the groom that is the one to test positive. Like or anyone to test positive really because you yeah. you know, you always think, yeah, it it, it it's, can it's happen, also funny but it to me how me. it won't be us. It's also funny to me how I talked about a covid scare and then you talk for like 15 minutes about how your family all has covid and then you drive up away from your family like, "Woo, thank God that's over." And then you're you're, you're, you're the person who's getting married yeah, is, is, has COVID. I like think we got lucky with my family because, like I said, I got back home right as Walter's quarantine was about to end. Yeah. And then when my mom had to start, she was allowed to come out a couple days later because of her onset of symptoms. So we got pretty lucky with the timing. I just didn't get to see her as much as I would have wanted to. And like you said, I get up and I'm like, okay, I got this six-hour drive to de-stress and get away from all the corona that was in my house. And then I get up there 
And then the next day, they're like, oh, the groom has corona. That's sick. I was around him for the past 18 hours straight. So I guess I got to quarantine as soon as I get back, which is what I'm doing, which is why, like I said at the beginning, I'm in my room. I can't <laughs> see Jacob. And we've got this weird wire situation through my door. It's a it's it's a pretty scuffed setup that we've got going on because of this stupid virus. Yeah, I really want this to be over. So now we we should probably talk about uh uh a vaccine. What 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 are you what are you what are your plans if there's a vaccine available soon, Kyle? Here's the thing. Some people I I had a conversation with somebody recently. I mm-hmm. I don't remember who. But they asked I think it was somebody in the in the groomsmen party and they were yeah. like when a vaccine comes pretty soon, are you going to be one of the are do any of you guys plan to or would you like to be one of those first people that gets it? And I said, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm so down because whatever they've got coming from AstraZeneca is what, 90, 95% effective right now? And mm-hmm. I, I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to be one of the guinea pigs of the vaccine because what, what about those long-term effects? Here's the thing. You're not. <laughs> they had thousands of guinea pigs. That's what I was just about to say. You know, the only way the vaccine goes through is through multiple stages where each of those stages have an increased amount of people that they test the vaccine on. The third stage is like ten to 50,000 people that they tested on, which is how they calculate the efficiency that the vaccine has. But then they're like, what about the long-term effects of the vaccine? Like, you just can't know that. Like, yeah, nobody can know that until someone takes it. And then, I don't know, something happens to them 30, 40 years from now. But here's the you thing. can't know that from the start until a long-term effect actually happens. I'm not worried about a long-term effect because whatever it is, it most likely, hopefully, will not be a deadly long-term effect. I'll, I'll, I'll get itchy every now and then or something. I don't know, but it's not going to be that bad. I think, I think that this is a, a remarkable thing that people aren't celebrating enough um, because in human history— since vaccines have been a thing, we have not made a vaccine this quickly, and we're about to make it for billions of people. Exactly. And the marvel of that is just astronomical, and I think people aren't accepting that. They're just so used to everything being so quick, like microwave. Like I, I, I mean, that's just you know my 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 example. Like microwave everything. It's just like fifteen seconds. It's got to be in my hand. Right. I've got to have it now. It's mine. Like people don't understand this. This should have taken five years. I, I think and that's like the minimum time it normally takes to get a vaccine out. Was like five years. And every time in human history we've had that issue. Like, like thank God H one N one wasn't that big of a deal. I'm saying, dude. like, they were able to just slowly work on a vaccine and get it out, and it wasn't that deadly, and people survived. And now, and because H one N one was a coronavirus. We're able to look at that and observe, and you know, you the reason why this vaccine is coming out so quickly is because they're able to analyze other vaccines that we've used in the past for like SARS and other stuff, right? Um, and and really, so we'll we'll be we'll be even more prepared for the future. And that's that's another thing when someone like asked me if I wanted to be the vaccine. What about the long term effects? Like someone has to be the first person to take it, and try and move on like somebody had to be that first person once it came out of testing to go get the flu vaccine and be like Mm -hmm. i don't know what these long-term effects may be but this is going to end this right now and that's what we all need well yeah like i mean even the first person to um 
do a coronavirus vaccine um, test with one of the, one of the one of the guinea pigs, if you will, right, was back in March. It was like two weeks after the uh, the breakout in America, and it was a woman in Seattle. It was the first first person. She, she was an American. Now, see, I can and I can understand a little bit more about being apprehensive to be that person. Uh yeah. I can way more understand being apprehensive of that. But being apprehensive of getting a vaccine that is going to be distributed to the public because it's been determined to be 95% effective and will help get rid of this, I don't understand being apprehensive about that. Yep. So, that's enough vid talk. Yeah, I'm on we talked about COVID so much in the past However many friggin' months, I'm sorry I subjected you all to more of it, but that that was just that was just my story. That was story time with with Kyle. I I think it's very interesting. I'm so sorry, my throat. That's okay. I keep hearing I keep hearing you. Well, not keep, but just that last one. I I heard you take a big gulp of what I assume was your coke. <laughs> it was water. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to get off the coke because I was burping so much. Maybe we can edit this out <laughs> or something. I'm, it doesn't bother me that much, but my throat's gross. Anyways. We're about to uh, move on to something a little more lighthearted, um, something that I think a lot of people who already listen to this, um, close friends of ours, quite enjoy. Um, we're going to talk about the DreamWorks versus Pixar debate, if there, is, if there has been one, but just like the differences between the two and something I find interesting. Um, I'll go ahead and start Do it. with the fact that I have always been Pixar boy. I I've Pixar has some fantastic movies. Well, duh, we all know that. But I've also just been known to be an anti-DreamWorks person. I don't really like the DreamWorks movies, which has always boggled my mind because there are some bangers in DreamWorks. I, I I'm beginning to discover that, and we'll get to that later. But I think there were movies that just kind of threw me off when I was a kid. Um, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this. A lot of people are not gonna find this very, uh, very good. I guess I don't know. I wasn't the hugest fan of Shrek when I was a kid. Yeah, that um, was the movie. <laughs> that was the. We mo- hate you. <laughs> that was the movie that like set it off for me. I liked Donkey. Like I, I liked Donkey as a character. I think Donkey was a funny character. And and I- you, you would think that if you were just a normal human, Shrek would be the movie to make you say. DreamWorks is a great production company. What else have they done? And for some reason, you said, <laughs> this is poo, well, and, and I want no more. To be fair, I was a dumb kid. you know. But dumb and kids I, are who the movie is for. You should have <laughs> loved it. I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't like it. But regardless, um, you know, there were other movies that DreamWorks did that were garbage. Okay, we can go ahead and get them out of the way. B-movie. Garbage. Whoa, 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 you back that train up and you take that back. B-movie, I'm pointing at you through the wall because I can't see you. <laughs> B-movie is also a fantastic movie. It's not that great. It is so good. It's such a good movie. It's Jerry Seinfeld has done two good things. The TV show and that movie. <laughs> you're so you're so full of it. The um, the the B movie is so good, dude. A B falls in love with a human woman and she kind of falls in love with him back. That is, mwah, that the is only thing that's great good, storytelling. The only thing that's good about B movie, first of all, is um, what was the guy's name? Um, not the the Chad. The Chad uh, character. Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Thank you. That, that's the name of the actor. Um, I like Patrick Warburton, so he's great. 
and Jerry Seinfeld's great, and the memes are funny, but the movie itself, to me, not that great. It's a good movie. He's about to get whacked in a supermarket, and he can tell just by the thickness of the magazine what type of magazine it is because he's so used to getting whacked at. Dude, that's just big brain <laughs> storytelling from the writers being like, bees would probably know. And they start the movie with the fact that bees shouldn't be able to fly and like how that's kind of almost a premise of how they start. I, it gives you facts. It gives you love. It gives you big brain moves from the writers about how they think bees probably think. Okay. It's so, a great movie. So let's talk about some other ones, shall we? Monsters vs. Aliens. Do you like that one? That's a great movie. Kyle, please stop. Dude, I watched that a couple <laughs> months ago with my little brother. He had it on when he, when, in his room. I think it was like the very, <laughs> end of, the very end of quarantine before we came back for the semester. He had it on and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this movie in a couple years. I want to watch it again with you. That's such a good movie. That was the first time I ever heard Seth Rogen's voice. Seth Rogen. Rain Wilson, the the man who plays Dwight Schrute himself, is in that movie. The, just that alone, good enough for me. That's a great movie. Does he play the, the Swamp Monster? He plays the villain. He plays the villain? He plays the villain. Who's, yes. the, who's I, the villain in that movie? I, can't I forget remember. the villain's name, but he's the, he's the alien that is trying to take over the world with like the multiple eyes, and he clones himself. Oh. And he's like, ah, I want the Earth to be mine, and whatever the heck. Yeah, there's a reason why that movie didn't get a sequel. Because <laughs> it didn't need one. It was perfect You're start so to end. It. It's a great movie. That is a great movie. Oh, Give God. me another one that you think is uh, that you think is a, at a downer and a loser, and I will counteract with all of my all of my DreamWorks knowledge. As a series. The Madagascar series is not as good as the other series, and and, and from what I understand, I, I we're gonna get to this eventually. Wait, have you not seen any of them? I've seen all three. Okay, well, you said from what I understand, and that kind of threw me off. I, I was I was gonna get to that. From what I understand, meaning, uh, I have not seen Kung Fu Panda, any I of them, about this. and I have and I have just begun to watch How to Train Your Dragon, which. Both of those are considered to be DreamWorks' magnum opus. Okay, I'll give you this. The Madagascar series, not as great as the other series, but Madagascar itself, the first one, is a really good movie. It's a, Like I said, you're saying really good. I, I think you mean good. No. Average. I okay. mean really good. Because when you, when you put these up against what movies were coming out that Pixar was getting out, it is, re, it is night and day. The voice cast is complete, and I've noticed something with DreamWorks especially. They get these huge actors who do on-screen acting to do their movies. Pixar started doing this, but for the most part, their classics are all voice actors. Like, I think the first one I can think of that's, okay, I guess Bugs Life had a huge on-screen. Well, I mean, even when you throw in Toy Story, you're putting in people like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, who are not voice actors. Yeah, you got a point. I, or, I, I don't know um, what I was thinking about. Cars, you're throwing in Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy, not voice actors. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right, you're right, you're or, right. Or what was right. the other one I was just thinking of? Um, Either way, you're right, so why are you trying to make your point? Still? Because I was thinking of another one, and I just want to throw it in there to defer my point. But I don't remember what I was thinking of. Anyway, go on. So... I haven't seen those movies, and there's actually a couple more DreamWorks movies that I haven't seen. Um, All the Kung Fu Panda movies, one, two, and three, I think are really good. Two is the worst of the three. Three is surprisingly very good. And I say very good, like actually meaning very good. Don't give me the, uh, when you say right. very good, I think of me just good. 
the first and, and it's third Tokyo Panda are actually very, very good. It's surprising to me that I haven't seen those movies because I love Jack Black. Jack Black's like one of my favorite actors. He's and the I, best. And I haven't seen that movie for some reason. Oh, Aladdin. That's what I was thinking of. Robin Williams, they got for Genie. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> you're going to hate me for this too. Do it. Um, Shark Tale. Dude, I knew you were going to bring this up because I know that you hate that <laughs> it movie. It is so Another bad. fantastic movie. You have no idea how many times me and my siblings would quote that. When we were younger, I remember watching it when I was, was a the kid funniest thing. and thinking, this is the dumbest movie I have ever seen. And I was a kid, Kyle. Like, I was watching SpongeBob and watching, like, dumb movies and thinking, oh, my God. But, like, I, I don't I, – I, I couldn't even get through it now. Like, I, for, for a meme or, like, for, for, for just laughing, I couldn't even get through it. Oh, like, and guess I'm, what? Another Jack Black movie. I know Jack Black is in that movie too. The, the cast is great. Will Smith, you um, is Angelina it Jolie, Martin Scorsese, Martin Scorsese De Niro, is in Renee that movie. Like, what the frick? Like, it's what? so good, dude. I don't know, man. It's such a good. It's such a good movie. They bet on the seahorse, and then he falls. He can't even get out of his cage, and they're like, "Oh, frick!" And they buy the weenies, and they call him a weenie, and you're like, "Ha ha, sucks, idiot." And the thing we quoted the most. I forget the fish's name, but when she was really mad at Will Smith's fish character, mm -hmm. and she said, I just want to take your dumb, dummy head and... Mm, for some reason, when we were kids, we thought that was hilarious. The way she said it and, like, punched her other fin with her now balled-up fin, we thought that was hysterical. Great movie. S-tier DreamWorks. I don't want to hear it. S-tier? S-tier. Pretty okay. much any is DreamWorks movie that I watched as a kid... Is probably an S tier DreamWorks movie, dude. Okay, I'm gonna get into a movie that I'm not sure if you've heard of. That I think is DreamWorks' best movie that I've watched so far. I haven't watched every one of them. Okay, right. So whenever I think peak DreamWorks, the first thing I think of is Megamind. I think Megamind is I love that movie. Kyle, Megamind is like probably. In all, all in all, one of DreamWorks' best movies. That I, I would 100% agree. That is also very top SS plus tier DreamWorks. Just, and it's a creative idea. It's not just like, these animals could talk. It's just like, it's a very creative idea. Wonderful voice acting. They, yeah, they gave Will Ferrell a lot story. of freedom in, in, his, in his comedy. And just, that was very in his range. Okay, but this is one that I think is very art. It's very, very, it's very much art, you know, forward. Okay. Spirit. Of course I've heard of – everyone's Dude, heard of Spirit. Spe okay, first of all, no. Not everyone has heard of Spirit, unfortunately. Here's another unfortunately, <laughs> and you're going to hate <laughs> me. This is a movie that me and all my siblings, when we, when we think of – like if I were to ask any of my siblings, what do you think is the worst animated movie of all time? Probably all of us, Spirit runs through our mind. You – We all hated that movie Kyle. as kids. And I don't think I've watched it since. I just hated that movie. And we all did. We were like, my mom would be like, you guys want to watch Spirit? And we'd be like, no, we don't want to watch Spirit. It's a movie about a dumb horse. I don't want to watch it. Give me Megamind. I want to see his big, fat, stupid blue head. I cannot believe you're right now. We hate, we hated that movie. Hated there, it. There is, okay, let me start here. Okay. First of all, Spirit's objectively good, but I will say there are things in that movie that bother me now. Like the, uh, I think the narration where the guy's like cracking jokes. I forget the actor who did this movie. Oh, it was, um, oh, Marky, Marky Mark? Was that the guy's name? Mark uh, Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, 
or it's oh it's Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. It's not okay. Mark that makes Wahlberg. way more sense. Like I said, yeah. Mark Wahlberg has narrated probably nothing. Um, he he narrated uh, Spirit's thoughts occasionally in the movie and try I to crack jokes. Didn't know that. Like I said, I haven't seen that movie in years because I hated it so much. Um, and honestly, that doesn't add anything to the movie. And I feel like if the movie was expressed more, if there was no talking in it. It would be better. The story is so engaging. The story is beautiful. The animation's beautiful. It's just such a good movie. Like I don't understand why you wouldn't think now. Pardon me, especially that it's good. Like I said, I have not watched it since I was probably ten, eleven. But this is me drawing on the memory that I know that I had, which is this: Spirit, bad, poo poo movie. I. Maybe I'll watch it again because you're giving it this high regard, but you think Shark Tale is bad, so I can't really take your opinion Kyle, on it. No, it's so bad. See, no, don't see. I'm never watching Spirit. Spirit's bad. <laughs> Spirit's bad indefinitely. Um, watch Shark Tale again, and I'll watch Spirit again, oh my and I'll come back with a real thought that I have on Spirit, and you come back with a real objective thought on Shark Tale. Don't make me write a review because I will. I will write Dude, a story. Of, I, you know what I should do, I want Kyle? you to write whatever comes to mind. I want you to write any review that you can. Once you watch it again and have an objective opinion about the movie and it's high-tier comedy, I'll tell you what you I'll come do. Back. I'll tell you what I'll do, Kyle. I'll make it my mission to watch every single DreamWorks movie. That is a long mission, my friend. It is, but, I mean, it's like it's like, what, 30 movies? 20 movies? No, DreamWorks has to have more than that. I know Pixar doesn't have very many, but DreamWorks has to have way more than that. Um, well, you're looking at, let's see. You're looking at three series that have three movies each. Shrek, Panda, and uh, Madagascar. Madagascar. So those are three movies each. And uh, How to Train Your Dragon. That's another three. Did I? Oh, it's four. So it's 12. That's 12. 12. And then Shrek has four. So that's 13. Shrek has four. Shrek has four. No, well, that's 12 movies. And then Shrek... Oh, wait. Okay, you are a Counter-Strike. That's right. So 13. Right. There's two Trolls. Uh, oh, no. God. I have to watch the Troll movies. Now there's two Croods. There's Boss Baby. There's Home. Uh, Megamind. so many I Turbo, seen. Rise of the Guardians, which was actually a very good movie. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about this real quick. Go for it. Over the Hedge. Okay. Did you ever watch Over the Hedge? I did. I did watch Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge is not something that I like hold in like the highest regard. I but hold that in such high regard, but it, dude. It's a decent movie. Like it's a good kids movie. I love that movie. Love, 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 love that movie. I'll have to go back and watch that too. Uh, let's see. Prince of Egypt, B movie. Okay. Wait, hold on. I thought you were saying Prince of Egypt was a B movie because I wanted to get to Prince of Egypt because I have not seen Prince of Egypt. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. Very I, long. I think we should watch Prince of Egypt together. We should. A lot of people love that movie. People say that's DreamWorks' best movie. And Pe I have not seen that literally since I was probably five years old. That yeah. came out, I well, let me see here, 98. So, yeah. They're going to make a musical. Um, I'll watch movie. the movie and then determine how I feel about that, but maybe that could be pretty cool. I, I'm telling you, like, I, I've heard everything about that movie, and I still have never seen it. So, okay, yeah, I'm looking here. DreamWorks has a bajillion and a half movies, dude. No, I mean, just, just the recent ones. So starting from, like, you know, um, what's the one? Not It's, like, n like 90s era um, animation. Um, Not Prince of Egypt. That was 90s. Um, There's El Dorado. El Dorado. Which, so, also a good movie. Starting with, like, El Dorado and on. It's like, that's, like, 25, 30 movies. Oh, yeah. That, so El Dorado came out in 2000. So then, yeah, you're looking at all the Shreks, all the Croods, all the Madagascars, all the Kung Fu Pandas, 
home, both the trolls, the boss baby, Megamind, Turbo, Over the Hedge, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens, all the How to Train Your Dragons, Shark Tale, Spirit, B Movie, mm-hmm. uh, some someone that came out this year or to Gerard, I don't know, Legend of the Bone Napper, the Captain Underpants movie. Okay, the Captain Underpants movie. What is the Bone Napper? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking. What at What year list did that come out? It says Legend of the Bone Napper Dragon. Maybe that's a TV series that they have going on. Probably. Maybe that's what that is. Uh, that's a spinoff. But anyway, yeah, so there's still quite a few movies that you have to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not expecting it to be a little easy, you know, a little guy, but I can probably get that done in, not, not, not saying my next episode, but just for a future episode, because I want to talk about this again. Okay. Um, so I haven't even gotten to the versus Pixar part. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, we talked about a lot of DreamWorks. That's the interesting part to me. So for those of you who don't know, um, Jeffrey Katzenberg um, was originally um, a part of Pixar and Disney. He was an animator and a producer of those movies and shows he produced um what is it uh, beauty and the beast little mermaid and lion king um and aladdin so he's really well known for that kind of stuff something weird happened it was some kind of like argument and i think that's probably more interesting than what i'm making it out to be but we're gonna skip over it um he basically left disney and created dreamworks in spite of you know that and that's why you know a lot of people are saying um like Bugs Life and Ants came out at the same time. Oh, I forgot about Ants. I thought I had to watch that too. Right. Well, that was after, or that was before uh, El Dorado. So I guess you don't have to. But you've was, never seen it? No, I've never seen Ants. And I, I was going to say, just watching from like the start of DreamWorks, which is like 98. Um, right. Which was Prince mm-hmm. of Egypt. And I think Ants was 98 as well. Yeah. Because that's when, um, what's, it, what's it called? Um, Bugs Life came out. Right, Which, yeah. by the way, Bugs Life is way, way better. I can already tell. Far superior Bugs Life is better. But Ants is a fairly decent movie. It's honestly more gory than you think it would be. Ew. Like, there's a battle scene that happens, and then it kind of pans over everything. And it's kind it, it's, it's kind of uh, insect gruesome. Like, it's more than you would think it would be. So, something that I discovered when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode that I think is super interesting and super funny and hilarious because in my mind DreamWorks is the inferior company when it comes to Disney. I and that's very clear. Uh-huh. 100%. Uh, I would agree. This guy also came out with a streaming service this year. Do you have any idea what that streaming service might be? Wait, this guy that broke off from Disney and created DreamWorks? Yes. He created a streaming service? It's mm-hmm. not that Peacock one, is it? No, it's not Peacock. No, Peacock is like the the network, whatever it is, CBS or M, M, what is it? I don't know much about Peacock. I just kind of threw out a guess. Peacock is the is like the TV network streaming service. That's what's gonna, what's going to have the office on it because whatever. Network. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, so that would be uh, CBS. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's CBS, but no. Uh, what the heck is it? It's not. Is it ABC, CBS, and MSNBC? No, it's not MSNBC. Okay. I, I think it is just NBC, though. Maybe that's what it is. Look it up. Okay, hold on. We're we're gonna get back to it. Okay, but go on. What what's um? I want you to guess. It? I want you to guess. I honestly have no idea. Quibi. 
He's the one that did. Qu- I was. I wasn't gonna guess Quibi because that would be a very. I did not. Th- he's he, the one that did that. He's the guy. He's like, I'm gonna make Quibi. That <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh. I didn't even know that until like we did. Until I did research for this episode. It's at the very bottom of his Wikipedia thing. It's like, man, this dude, guy also did Quibi. <laughs> what a tank, Quibi! What is a tank. Two things that were super hyped up this year fell flat on their faces: Stadia and Quibi. Oh yeah, fell so flat. Oh, it was NBC, by the way. NBC, not crazy. Yeah, so that that's Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Office, Parks and Rec, all NBC. Yeah. Did you say NBC? Yeah, we said NBC because you said MSNBC, which is the news station, and then I said I think it is NBC because in my brain, you know how you're just kind of associating. You're like, oh, it definitely starts. I thought with you an said N. CBS. I did it first, and then you said it doesn't matter. It's NBC. You're right. It doesn't matter at all. They're just three letters. Why do we argue so much about three letters? Um, but yeah, Quibi. This is the guy behind Quibi. So I don't really respect your opinion when this the guy behind Quibi is like, ah, B movie. It's gonna be a good movie. <laughs> like, so when you look at it versus Pixar, like their lineup, right? I'm not gonna say Pixar is perfect because they definitely aren't. No, they got some, they got some poo poos. Like, we can talk about you know, Good Dinosaur, uh, trash dude, movie. The worst Pixar. Movie is good dinosaur. Yeah, it's a just a rip off starter story of Lion King. Yeah, that's just how it starts. It's just a rip off of Lion King, except he dies in a river instead of by some wildebeests. Same thing. Sad. And then he and the little kid go. They get high in the woods, and you're like, "Hey, this is a movie for children." Like I know a lot of those movies have nods to adults. Like, haha, you understand this joke, adult, and you do not, child. But that is just not one that I felt was needed. That was so stupid. No, I mean I don't I don't really mind that. I mean, like you just like you said there, there's there's always adult humor in, in kids' movies. And I don't think any any kids gonna be like, Oh, I'm gonna go do drugs now. Like I don't think that's that's it at all. No, but like it, and it, I will say this about Good Dinosaur. I think it gets like um a rank up from like and I'm gonna say this and you're gonna be really mad at me, all the cars movies because it at least has good animation. That's you know, that's intriguing. The first cars, incredible. No, I, I disagree. I, uh, no, I have to stand my ground. You shut your mouth. No, get off the ground. I'll die on the ground. <laughs> cars, cars 2 is a terrible movie. Cars 2 is awful. It is. It is probably worse than any of the DreamWorks movies. Yeah? To well, be no, honest. Okay, not any. Don't say any. You're, you're, you're limiting yourself because these movies are not as good as you think they are. I don't think you, I don't think Look, you get it. No, I, think I do th- get it. I you think- haven't seen half the movies. You don't get an opinion. <laughs> no, I... I I, of the movies that I've seen, right? We're talking B-movie. We're talking Shrek. We're talking... Now, listen. Shrek 2 is on a different plane. I don't even consider Shrek 2 a DreamWorks movie at this point. It, that can be Pixar for all I know. Regardless, the, the, the fact is, like, Cars 2 equates to a DreamWorks movie in my mind. I, I mean, I'm going to agree for and, sure. Cars right. 2 is poo. Right. So, like, when I say, like, a DreamWorks movie, I generally mean, like, a, a, a bad movie. <laughs> okay, no. Those are not synonymous. Well, okay, you I, can't just say, like, I think uh, th- like this Mega- is a DreamWorks movie to just also mean this is a terrible movie that I'll never watch again. Those are not synonymous. DreamWorks has bangers. I think Megamind and, like, How to Train a Dragon are exceptions to the rule. <laughs> like, of the, of the, the plethora of movies, I, I, I'll I would, find out, I guess. I would be willing to say... And I would think that my opinion would come out true in my in this in the standard of my opinion. If I flat out said more than half of the DreamWorks movies are good movies, 
I bet you I could look at that list and then validate that and say, yes, I actually believe that over half of these movies are good movies that I enjoy and would watch if someone asked me to. All right. Uh, 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 we'll come back to like watching. I'll, I'll, we'll make this a future episode whenever I get done watching all the movies and we'll, we'll, we'll go through. And honestly, I probably, I haven't seen all Pixar movies. Like, I don't think I've seen the third cars. And there might be one more that I haven't seen. Third Cars is good. It's animated incredibly well. Um, Third Cars is good. Recommend. I don't think there's another one I haven't seen besides. Well, I mean, once you watch all the DreamWorks movies, then your watched movie count will probably double. (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's kind of funny that this guy left Disney, left all that, and, you know, made his own company. Um, that sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is I can't there, stop cracking jokes about it. Is there another Pixar movie that you don't like besides, I guess, either of the car, or either Cars 1 or Cars 2? Is there another one that you don't like? Because I'm racking my brain for one that I don't like. Well, let's go through it. Besides so, Good Dinosaur also. I don't like the Cars movies in general. I don't like them. Okay. I'm sorry. Watch, watch the first one again. That's I, so good. I watched the, listen, when I was a kid, I liked them. But as I've grown older... I realized that was literally it was just like a, a cash grab. Like it was it was so crash cash grabby. I don't think so. I I, I just think it, it doesn't have a good plot. It doesn't inspire me. It's not it's it's it, it Wait, it doesn't inspire you. It's an exception. You see the you see the room of Doc's trophies and you see that he got absolutely obliterated in a race and then at the end he comes back to coach him For and me, then Dynaco gets obliterated <laughs> in the same way and then he stops right at the finish line to not be to not be first place so that he can go help him because he knew what happened to Doc and didn't want Dynaco to also go through that. Don't tell me that's not inspiring. <laughs> you you're you're a heartless piece of garbage who thinks that all animated movies are garbage kyle how dare you i love animation how dare you very clearly not because you think any animation that even tried a comedy is bad apparently i i think like the character design for me is has a lot to do with it the fact that they're cars like if they were probably horses they're probably like a little better like like how like what 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 (laughs) that's that's the word no. How dare yeah, you? Okay. You'd rather watch a movie that's just called Horses? <laughs> that's how, I wouldn't watch that movie. If that had been the movie and it was just talking horses no, that just kind of ran around, like there would be nothing of turn left to go right because they're horses. Okay, listen. I'm going to say this. The I char- wish you could see how frustrated I am. <laughs> <laughs> the character design has always bothered me. Why? It, it just, they look derpy. The the, it's not like they modeled all the cars the exact same. They gave all the cars different model cars, and the personality that they have is based off the model car that that character is. Like the like the low ride muscle car has got like that almost like that kind of Mexican essay voice. They're like, hey, low ride with me, girl. Like that's the kind that that's so good. It, it, it's it's very entry level to me. I don't know. I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't like it. Okay, you know what. Let's move on before I, I okay. grab your so, neck. I'm trying to think of another Pixar movie that I don't like. Okay, uh, let's see. All the Toy Stories are Pixar, obviously. They're pretty good. Very good. All, all, all of those Toy Story movies are good. Not one of those do I ever watch and think, this one kind of fell flat or is bad. All four of them are very good. Yeah. Uh, both the Finding, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Uh, obviously, Finding Nemo is better than Finding Dory. Yeah. But Finding Dory is a good movie. I agree. 
uh, Ratatouille. Great movie. Wonderful movie. Great movie. Um, I think that's Pixar, one of Pixar's best movies. I think I, I think I agree. I think I agree. It's been a couple years since I've watched Ratatouille, but I love Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching I, this documentary I, as a kid of how they motion captured everything. Oh, and really? I specifically remember them motion capturing when he's like running around himself trying to grab the letter that's in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. And like they motion captured that part. And I just thought it was really cool watching the side by side. So I think it's a fantastic movie. Fantastic. I, I urge you to rewatch it because it's a lot better when you when you're older. I'm gonna be honest. Um, and it's got Patton Oswalt voicing Remy. I love Patton Oswalt. He's so funny. And I'm excited for the musical to come out. The TikTok musical. That's stupid. I, you know, I saw this and I started to say stupid there just because I have this disdain for TikTok automatically. <laughs> but I've seen some of the songs that people come up come up with, and they're really creative. The, I think this is like one of the coolest ideas ever. I just wish the main song didn't suck. The song that started it all. Because I haven't, I don't know if I've seen that. I've, I saw one or two of the songs that I think my siblings sent me because they, they know I love musical theater. They say Remy the Ratatouille. Remy is the rat. The, the part, the yeah, lyrics is yeah. Remy the Ratatouille. It, it's dumb, regardless. Um, so Ratatouille's bop better than DreamWorks ever could be. Uh, <laughs> DreamWorks wishes Ratatouille could happen. Um, up, up is wonderful. Fantastic w- movie. Wally's up, wonderful. Um, Inside Out. I know I, you don't like it, right? I don't like it that much. It's not like my favorite. I like Inside Out. I know. Uh, Amy Poehler. I, I think that movie again is just like super basic. It's like, oh, they really didn't try hard at all. It's not like super creative. Well, I'm. I th- I think it's pretty creative. I really I really like how they went with it, and obviously they kind of. This is kind of an era where people were being more outspoken about having depression, mm-hmm. and Inside Out touches on that, and the the little girl that these emotions are inside of. I think her name is Riley. Mm-hmm. They touch on the fact that, that she herself has depression. Um, yeah. I, I think like those, those parts are good. And I'm not saying that, that I'm not, it's not even a bad movie. It's like, you know, like DreamWorks when you compare B movie to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop <laughs> dogging on my B movie. Okay. So, That's a fantastic movie. Everyone in my you know, family. As a matter of fact, I almost bought my little brother one of those curtains that just has the entire B movie script on it. You know, when the B when the B got depressed in the movie, it really spoke to me. <laughs> Jacob, listen here. I'm listening. I'm listening. We're gonna move on to Pixar stuff, and then once I hit stop record, you might cease to exist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What else uh, is Pixar? Uh, Brave. Brave. Okay. I love Brave. A lot of people don't like Brave. I like Brave quite a bit. That is probably like top three soundtracks in Pixar movies for me. Soundtrack is great. I love I think it. the animation is where people get uh, messed up on. I don't know why. It looks the same as anything else. I disagree. I think it, it, it has a, it's very stylistic and has a different style. And I think the accents throw people off. Which is just so stupid. I think Come it's stupid. On. I think it's stupid too. But I, I mean, it's definitely not its best. But it's 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 really good. I like it. I love Brave. Um, what else is it? I don't have a list up right now, so I'm I'm starting to blank. Um, Monsters Inc. and Monsters. Inc. Oh, Monsters Inc. Oh, my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah, Monsters Inc. and Monsters um, University are both decent. Incredibles one and two are decent. Well, Incredibles. Oh, Incredibles. 
so good. Incredibles one is great, and 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 see, this is the kind of reaction I expect out of. Uh, when we were talking about Pixar movies, they're so you were good. not nearly this excited when we were talking about no, DreamWorks no. movies. Pixar is definitely above DreamWorks, but those DreamWorks movies are good. They're so good. But like when I see, when I think of a DreamWorks movie, mm-hmm. uh, B movie, Shark Tale, whatever the heck, I'm like, oh, that's such a good movie. But then you say uh, Monsters Inc., The First Incredibles, Finding Nemo, I'm like, oh, it's such a good movie. I want to watch it right now because you just said the word and I want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A Bug's Life, obviously. We talked about that at the beginning. Fantastic. I really love Bug's Life. Fantastic. Coco. Coco. Coco's so good. Ah, Coco. Such a fantastic movie, and Great just concept, the creative. animation, and the the colors inside. What we the, the afterlife the or the, the mid afterlife? I don't know what you call that, but okay. Everybody says that every every time someone talks about Coco. They always say, I don't know, is it called the underworld? Like, what is it called? It's the, is it the, the uh, oh, I just had it in my head. The land of the dead. It's, it's or like the, uh, I think it's just called the land of the dead. Sure. We'll call it that. I, that, sure. It looks, it's, it's gorgeous. Everybody and the whole concept s- is very cool about like not having your picture on a mantle and you can't get through. I think that's so creative. It's wonderful. Bringing in the, the Mexican culture of the, uh, the day of the dead. Very cool. Oh, uh, Onward. Which came out earlier this year. Onward. A lot of people have disdain for Onward. I thought Onward was was great. Movie. I love Onward. Everyone in my family loved Onward. So I don't know where you hear disdain from it. I haven't, but it. I on the interwebs. I love it. On the interwebs. I loved it. So when you look at like Pixar's list. Oh, and Wally. Oh, I think we were talking about Wally, didn't we? I don't think we did, but uh, great movie. Love Wally. Wally's like my top one of my top ten movies. Love Fantastic. Wally. Um, like when you look at that lineup. It just it doesn't even like it's like DreamWorks doesn't even exist. Oh, it blows DreamWorks out of the water. Like I could never watch Megamind again. I mean, I definitely could. That's a good movie. I'm saying I could never watch it again if that meant that if like if it was okay, Pixar or DreamWorks, which one stays? I'd be like, I wouldn't even think. No, Pixar every time because you know DreamWorks is. Don't do. mm, Be careful (laughs) with your word choice unless you want to keep living. Is valid. I'll say that. DreamWorks is valid. That's the same as saying DreamWorks exists. Exactly. The movies happened. They do. You know what, Jacob? Give me right now a firm opinion from from 1 to 10 overarching overarching score that you give DreamWorks even though you've only seen like 5 of DreamWorks movies. Can I can I give my Pixar first? Well, that depends on what note you want to end on. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, you know, I give Pixar first. Because yeah. once I hear your DreamWorks score, I'm probably going to kill you. <laughs> and I don't want to kill you before I get your Pixar score. So let's get that out of the way. Pixar let's get the Pixar score. score. One to ten. Eight. Eight. Okay. I'm giving it a nine. It, Pixar is definitely not perfect. I think it, no, it, it needs something new. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. Soul. How Dude, do you feel about that? That is going to be a good movie. I, I think it's going to be very good. I really hope they don't mess it up. And I, 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 cause like they did the same thing with like princess and the frog, which I think is a good movie. So good. But they like, they take these things about race and then they just like, like they mess it up somehow. Like it's so easy not to mess it up, but they messed it up. Like with princess and the frog, right? It's the first black princess. It's like, Oh man, so cool. She's a frog. Three quarters <laughs> of the movie. It's, like it, what? It's that smosh bit uh, for trying not to laugh. Jackie comes in. She's like, "You guys got to stay human for the entire movie." <laughs> yeah, 
that's well that... okay so soul isn't i i don't remember much of the trailers that i've seen but soul isn't very race-based is it it's just no more it's of just a about trying to get back into earth okay because so he shouldn't be dead yet, it's like you know? inside out but about a jazz player so the, it, the 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 premise of the story essentially from what i understand it is this guy who plays jazz who's you know loved music all his life the whole the whole movie kind of plays around jazz right um unexpectedly dies and he's in the in, in the afterlife and like has to come back so it's it, it not like it's not like inside out but it's it take it, it it plays on you know the uh another movie does this in Pixar or Disney I can't remember which one but like it plays on the you know afterlife you know things about your life that matter you know right and someone helps them well, along Coco the way. does that Coco that's what I'm thinking of so it's kind of like Coco for people have said it's like Coco for black people <laughs> <laughs> so um so now my long awaited DreamWorks score. Okay, let's hear it. I gave Pixar a nine. What? You gave it an eight. Can I can I hear your DreamWorks score first, just so I can get a frame reference? Okay. Look, honestly, I want Spirit to bring it down so low. But You're they're, so full. Of like it. I said, I haven't seen it in a while. I will watch it again, and I will leave my opinion for Spirit out of the equation to my score for now. So I think for right now, I'm gonna give DreamWorks. I'm gonna give it six and a half or seven. Okay. I'm hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven. I'm just gonna give it a good good seven. Okay. Keep in mind, this is without Prince of Egypt, which I think will bring the score up much higher. And whenever. you've also seen f like five DreamWorks. Movies. Okay. Listen, I have seen all the Madagascar's. <laughs> you haven't, dude. You haven't seen the Kung Fu Pandas. Uh, that's Kung what I'm Fu saying. Panda so, is so my, like my, top tier DreamWorks. So when, when I when I give you this score, it's not it, it's not going to include Kung Fu Panda because I've never seen it. We will I'm one also, day come back to this and get you a new score. I'm I I I, I make that a promise. I'm I'm gonna this is gonna be a future episode. I I didn't intend it for this to happen, but since we're all <laughs> it's such an emotionally charged episode, yeah, we're definitely <laughs> 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 we're definitely gonna come back to this. So I'm excited to come back to this later. Um, so keep in mind, I haven't seen Kung Fu Panda. I love Spirit and Megamind. Okay. But pretty much everything else I don't like that much. Like I don't I don't I don't hold it for a high regard. I give DreamWorks a four. Okay. You know what? I can live with that. Really? I was expecting you to get really mad. No, because you're honestly basing this off of like two movies. No, Kai, I've seen a lot of DreamWorks movies. I've seen okay, I've seen, like I said, all three Madagascars. I've seen the B movie. I've seen Shreks. I've when? seen all four Shreks. Okay. I watched I just now watched How to Train Dragon One and Two. I haven't seen the third one yet. I you know, I've seen at least ten of these movies out of like twenty five. I just I'm gonna be okay with four because you haven't seen the Kung Fu Panda movies. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm going to be okay with this for a little bit. You and every other DreamWorks fan I've seen online is riding so much on Kung Fu Panda, and I hope to God it does not suck. Because if it sucks, I'm going to be so mad at you. Is a very, very good movie. Okay, now, can you just very quickly explain to me why you don't like the first Shrek? It's not that I don't like it. It's just now it is overhyped. And I, I do agree. Like, and to be fair, I haven't seen this movie in a very long time. Yeah, I was about like, to. Say, I was about to ask. When was the last time you saw Shark Tale or the first Madagascar or B movie? Shark Tale. It, 
I had a pretty recent viewing. Um, and I've I've also listened to people talk about this online because Shark Tale is, is a movie that has a lot of meme re- reference. I've listened to people talk about it, and I'm like, yeah, a lot of the stuff I agree with. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense why this movie exists like this, like <laughs> like 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 all the I don't know. Anyways, regardless, Shrek. I have not seen Shrek in a long time. I know that I still love Shrek Two, and I know that Shrek the Fourth that was the last one I watched was pretty good. Shrek the Third, everyone hates Shrek the Third. That's the one I remember the most. I mean, three and reason. four, eh, eh, they're kind of okay. Everyone likes the fourth one. Everyone says that they should delete the third one and just put the fourth one in there and just give Shrek his kids and just like, <laughs> make it unexplained. I honestly don't remember the last time that I saw the fourth one. I remember. I remember they liking say the third. They don't. I remember the. I remember the third the most. Is I the remember, fourth one where they bring Rumpelstiltskin? Yes. Okay. He looks like Shane Dawson. Yeah. See, I didn't. I don't remember really liking that one. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't like remember. Like it was okay. I, like I said, I don't have very strong opinions on Shrek. Um, I may have said I don't like him, but I think it's just because now it is so overblown. It's like everywhere, and all these Shrek memes. And I think at first they were really, really funny, but now it's just like. Uh, I think you just need to do your best and just kind of dissociate yourself with the Shrek meme culture for the sake of an hour and 20, 30 minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. My little brother could tell you the exact runtime. I don't know it. Yeah, and just brother. watch the first Shrek just as a movie, mm-hmm. and then you will see why it is so beloved by anyone that claims to be an American. <laughs> because it's such a good if you movie. you live in Siberia, you don't <laughs> love Shrek. I, can't, I don't make the rules. It's impossible. There's no way that you could understand it the way that we do. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, um, that about wraps things up. I just kind of wanted to talk about DreamWorks because I'm kind of... You know, I am mad about the four. Go back. I'm mad about the four. And realizing how many of the movies you've seen, you're going to watch the first Shrek objectively and then come back with a new score. Just that movie alone. No, I I want to watch all the movies because I need to watch them anyways, right? So whenever I watch them all, I'll come back and give my score and I'll see how much it's gone up or down. It's not... Jacob... I swear we still have to a- the ever-loving earth, <laughs> Mother Nature herself, <laughs> if you come back with a score lower than four, after watching more DreamWorks movies, most of which are ones that are considered to be some of the best DreamWorks movies, if you somehow come back with a lower score than four out of ten, I will personally see to it that you never watch another movie. I will make it my life's mission How you do that? to blind you in a way that I can't be blamed for or jailed for, or I'll just gouge your eyes out with a spoon. I don't care. You come back with a lower score than four, I will end you. Plain and simple. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and with that, folks, we've, we've uh, finished yet another engaging maybe funny i don't know <laughs> i left <laughs> episode of milk and screams um if you have anything to add please feel free to message us or you know post on twitter or whatever about dreamworks and disney and pixar um and maybe you know what maybe i've just been microchipped by disney to just 
consume all that they put out and not be critical of it. <laughs> maybe that's the thing. And maybe I'm just, maybe watching all this DreamWorks will, um, jog my memory. Maybe the debate doesn't matter. Maybe in five years, Disney's going to own everything in the world anyway. And DreamWorks will just cease to exist. Yeah. They'll probably like assassinate John Jeffrey Katzenberg <laughs> and just, you know, cause it was such a failure and just slap the Disney intro into every DreamWorks movie. <laughs> <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> the, the thing goes yeah. over the castle. And, oh, Disney movies. They're all so good. B movie. <laughs> all right. We'll talk at you guys next week. Hope you guys have a good week. Hope you guys stay safe. Stay out of the COVID. Yeah, get out get get out of the COVID. Don't be like me. Don't get be out like of it. Kyle. We'll see you guys next week.